Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 246 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that teaches us about you and your love for us. Help us receive your love today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching us in Luke chapter 24. It's always so wonderful to read about the resurrection. It keeps our hearts full of joy and praise. Today we read about the women who went to the tomb and found two angels who told them Jesus had risen. They went to tell the disciples and they didn't believe them. Peter ran to the tomb to see what was up, but left rather perplexed. Then we read that Jesus met up with two of his followers who were walking on a dirt road. He proceeded to tell them the meaning of all the scriptures in the Old Testament. Wouldn't that be amazing to have the Son of God reveal the meaning of the word of God to us? Verse 27 says, Then beginning with Moses and throughout all the prophets, he went on explaining and interpreting to them in all the scriptures the things concerning and referring to himself. Just wow. We can read the word, but I imagine those two men experienced it. Next, we read that Jesus broke bread and gave thanks, and then they recognized him. As soon as they did, he vanished in thin air. Another just wow moment. These men went back to Jerusalem to find the 11 disciples and tell them what had happened. While they were all talking about their Jesus experiences, he appeared to them again. His first words were, peace, freedom from all the distresses that are experienced as the result of sin be to you. His mission was fulfilled. The mission of forgiveness and reconciliation to God the Father, and he wanted them to know. They were offered peace, the kind of peace that soaks deep into our souls because we are forgiven. We don't need to hold on to regrets or shame, for Jesus' death on the cross wiped all those things away. Verse 45 says he talked to them about the scriptures again and revealed truth and wisdom to these men. I have to say, I'm a little jealous of them. They received the full meaning of the scriptures while still here on this earth. We have to wait until we meet Jesus in heaven, but it will all be worth it. We can be sure of that. Last, he told them to remain in Jerusalem until they were clothed with the power of the Holy Spirit. Then he blessed them and was taken up into heaven. These men celebrated and praised the Lord in the holy temple until they received the Holy Spirit within them. We praise God today for sending his son to die for us, resurrect him, and then seat him next to himself in heaven. We praise him for sending us his Holy Spirit to reside within us. Well, let's see what Paul is teaching the Galatians in chapter 2. He continues his excerpt about grace. He wrote about going to Jerusalem and telling the disciples how he taught the gospel. They found no fault in his teachings, and they agreed he would teach the Gentile nations and they would teach the Jewish nation. Paul calls Peter by the name of Kephas in this chapter. Even though I assumed we were talking about Simon Peter, I looked this up and found that the definition of Kephas is stone in Aramaic. Remember, Jesus gave Simon the new name of Peter. While Peter means stone in Greek, Kephas means stone in Aramaic. So he is indeed talking about the Simon Peter we know whom Jesus told to take care of his flock. Paul had a little trouble with Peter. When no one was around except for the Gentiles, Peter mingled with them. However, when the Jewish people showed up, Peter wouldn't. He would only commune with the Jews. It is interesting how far Paul came in his walk of obedience to the Lord. One day he was persecuting the Christians, and the next he was converting people to Christianity. The very people he detested, the Gentiles, were the ones he was called to preach to and convert. Paul truly knew who he was in Christ. 
he was set free and he lived as a free man. We can rejoice that this is what God has done for us. We are free because of his son's sacrifice. We start a new book in the Old Testament today, the book of Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet who started his ministry the year King Uzziah died. He lived through a number of king's reigns, including Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. His message was always about returning the people's hearts to God. In chapter 1, Isaiah tells it like it is. God's people in Judah have abandoned him, and he will abandon them. Verse 11 says, To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifice to me, unless they are the offering of the heart, says the Lord? I have had enough of the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts without obedience. And I do not delight in the blood of bulls or of lambs or of he goats without righteousness. God wanted their hearts, their obedience, and their righteousness, not their sacrifices. Verse 16 says, Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes, cease to do evil. Then Isaiah tells them God wants justice. He wants them to care for the orphans and the widows. We can see God's heart here. He desires that we take care of others. As he takes care of our hearts, we are to care for his people. Isaiah shares a promise in verse 18 that their scarlet sins would be white as snow if they were willing and obedient. We are so fortunate to be forgiven and considered clean before God because of his son. I love how this chapter pairs with Jesus' resurrection. It makes reading this all the more real to us. In chapter 2, Isaiah refers to the millennium when Jesus will rule the earth for 1,000 years. Israel will be the leader and people will go to Jerusalem to learn of God. Verse 3 says, For out of Zion shall go forth the law and instruction and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Then Isaiah goes on to talk about idols. Verse 8 says, Their land also is full of idols. They worship the work of their own hands, what their own fingers have made. Both rich and poor have idols. As I read Isaiah last year, I asked God to show me the idols I was beholden to, and he has shown me some. I look forward to an even deeper dive this year. It is easy to see the idols the Israelites had, but we have our own too. We are not immune to wanting what the world wants and striving to get it. Jesus indicated the value we put upon earthly things is wrong. God doesn't look down and say, at a girl for anything I accumulate. He does, however, appreciate the work I do to draw closer to him. May we all draw closer to him and further away from the world as we read the prophets. It's a time to buckle up and hang on as we embark on this part of the Old Testament. Well, let's see what we can learn from Psalm 65. David shows us how the silence of prayer and reverence to God makes us burst out in praise to him. Verse 1 can be read over and over again. God hears our prayers and allows us to commune with him. That alone makes us want to take the time to sit in prayer and praise him. Verse 4 is underlined in my Bible and says, Blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied is the man whom you choose and cause to come near, that he may dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, your holy temple. We are blessed to draw closer to God. We think it's us, but it is really God causing us to draw near to him. Again, we have occasion to praise him. He chose us to know him and be saved by him and for him. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for loving us so much that you sent your son to save us. Thank you for drawing us closer to you. Thank you for all you do for us and all you are. Help us seek you and follow you all the days of our lives. Keep us yours, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. 
Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word. 